I want to share with you a, a fascinating discussion from the Talmud that involves a pretty passionate fight between two of the great sages of the Talmud in a way that seems quite surprising. We know that in the, in the Talmud, the rabbis did not hold back when they had an opinion on something. And this is something that is a Jewish trait throughout the ages, that if we have an opinion and we hold it strongly, we express it and we allow ourselves to disagree and argue and debate. And we encourage debate and argument. Uh, but there's a limit to how, how much you can debate and how you should uh, conduct yourself in a debate. We, when we disagree, we can disagree, but respectfully. We have to be able to disagree respectfully uh, and express our opinions while giving honor and uh, a, a level of respect to other opinions. Here is an example in the Talmud where it seems the rabbis of the Talmud went a bit over the line in their disagreement. The story is, is from the Talmud Tractate Bava Metziah, that's the section of the Talmud, page 20b, where the sages are discussing a law of a certain uh, document. It was a, a divorce document, whether it was a valid document or not. That was the topic of discussion. This particular document, a divorce document, was it a valid divorce or not? That was the debate. And a great sage by the name of Rabbah quoted a Mishnah, a teaching that seemed to support this document being a valid document. He quoted from this particular Mishnah. And one of the other sages, Rav Amram was his name, disagreed with this proof. And he, he spoke out and he said, Rabbah, how can you bring a proof from that particular Mishnah? We are talking about a divorce law. The Mishnah you quoted is talking about monetary law, finances and monetary law. It's a completely different topic. How can you bring a proof for our discussion from that particular Mishnah? That was Rav Amram's attack against Rabba. Rabba responded harshly. Rabba said, you idiot. He called him an idiot. The word in, in Aramaic was tarda. You idiot. Look at the Mishnah that I'm quoting. It speaks there about marriage laws and divorce laws. It doesn't just speak about monetary laws. It does speak about marriage laws. It is relevant to our discussion. And therefore, it's a good proof, says, says Rabbah back to Rav Amram. So after Rabbah had presented his case, Rav Amram attacked his argument. And Rabbah said back, you idiot, your attack makes no sense. Which was quite a harsh way of speaking. Tarda, meaning someone, you're, you're slow, you're an idiot, you're, you're a fool. The Talmud then says that in the house of study where they were having this discussion, the beam that was holding up the, the roof of the house of study split, started to split. This happening immediately after this very harsh argument, both rabbis looked and they realized that this was not coincidence. This was happening, happening directly. The, the beam was splitting in the, in the house of study immediately after their harsh argument. And they realized that it was because of them. But what was strange is what happened next. Rav Amram said, do you know why it happened? It happened in my honor. Because you insulted me. You called me an idiot. And Rabbah said, no, no, no. It happened in my honor because you rudely challenged my teaching. And therein is the story in the Talmud. The two rabbis are arguing over whose honor it was happening in this breakage of the, of the, the, the beam in, in the shul, in the, in the house of study. 
Rav Amma says it happened in my honor because you insulted me. And Rabbi says, no, it happened in my honor because you, you interrupted my teaching, you challenged my teaching. And, and then the Talmud goes on to another topic. As if like, that's, that's fine, we, we'll, we'll speak about something else now. What, what, how are we supposed to take this? Here are two great sages, honorable sages, people who are quoted by the Talmud, meaning they're on a very high level of scholarship and of spiritual uh, enlightenment. And yet, on this, top, this, this topic of Jewish law, where they're debating, they don't have what seems to be like a respectful argument. Oh, interesting perspective you have. I think a little bit differently and present that. And oh, you, you think differently? Okay, I hear what you're saying, however, and have a, dis, a, a, a dis respectful discussion. Instead of that, one calls the other an idiot. And then when there's an obvious reaction, a divine reaction to their argument where the roof is about to cave in over, over the top of them. So one would expect from people who are refined that they would take responsibility for that. And they would say, oh, you know, I must have overstepped the mark. I, I was a bit too rude there. I'm sorry for calling you an idiot. And now this is no, 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 that's fine. It was me. I, I shouldn't have challenged you in such, in such a harsh way. I, I shouldn't have questioned your, your teaching. That's what you would expect from people who are refined. And yet, what do they do? They say, it's my honor that's being held up. It's my honor that, that God made this happen because of me. Because you insulted me. Because, because you, you interrupted me. Like, like themselves, it seems almost childish. It couldn't be. It couldn't be that's what's going on. Our sages did not record this discussion of the Talmud to teach you how to bicker like little kids. There must be something more going on here. I want to share with you an unbelievable insight into this discussion. It's from the Benish Chai, Rabbi Yosef Chaim of Baghdad. He lived in the, in the early 1900s, a great sage um, of Iraq. Uh, he wrote over 60 volumes of Torah ideas, Rabbi Yosef Chaim, the, the great uh, head rabbi of Baghdad. So he has a book called Ben Yoyada. He goes through stories of the, of the Talmud that seem strange to understand, and he gives insights into them. And he says like this, that there was actually a misunderstanding that happened here. The word for idiot that was used here, the word for, for fool, for idiot in Aramaic was tarda. Now, tarda indeed means an idiot. However, that's not what Rabbah meant when he called Rav Amram tarda. He didn't mean idiot. He was actually saying two words, tarda. Tarda means wake up, give your attention to this. Tar means to wake up, like hitorer in Hebrew. Da in Aramaic means to this. Wake up to this. So when Rav Amram challenged Rabbah's teaching and said, you're quoting a Mishnah to support your statement and it's, it's out of context, Rabbah was responding and said, no, 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 wake up to this. Look closely at my teaching, at my Mishnah, at the quote that I, I, that I gave. If you look closely, you'll see it is relevant to our discussion. So what he meant to say was tarda, two words, tarda, wake up to this, look at this carefully. However, when he said it, it came out tarda as one word. It sounded like one word. It sounded like idiot. You know, it happens sometimes where you say something and uh, it's, it's heard differently. And so the Talmud records it the way it was heard by Rav Amram. He heard him himself being called an idiot. And so he, he, took, he took offense, understandably. 
if, if you think somebody just called you an idiot publicly, in, in, in front of the, the entire community, someone called you an idiot for your statement that you made, he, 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 he took offense. And after that, the, uh, the roof started caving in because here was one rabbi calling another an idiot, even though he didn't actually say that, but that's what it sounded like. And the other rabbi taking offense to that. And so suddenly the, the, the roof starts caving in. But it was actually all a misunderstanding. But he didn't call him an idiot. He was just saying, look, look at this. But the way it came out, it sounded like idiot. So then when they realized what happened, when they realized that, that there was a misunderstanding here, so each one of them took responsibility for what had happened. When Rav Amram said, it's in my honor that this breakage of the roof is happening. What he meant was, it was because I'm standing too much on my honor. I'm too precious. I'm, I'm too sensitive. I was offended because I thought you called me an idiot when you actually didn't even call me an idiot. That's the, that was the problem here. He's saying, I'm the problem here because you were speaking to me. You said, give your attention to this. I heard idiot. Now, why did I hear idiot when you weren't saying that? Obviously, I'm too sensitive. I'm one of these people who goes around who thinks everybody's offending me even when they're not offending me. And so I, I heard you calling me names even though you didn't mean to. This is my problem, says Rav Amram. This is my oversensitivity. I need to work on myself to not be so precious, to not be so fragile, and to not hear insults wherever anyone's saying anything and say, oh, look, that, that person insulted me. That person was, was, was having a go at me. No, they weren't. It's just you being oversensitive. And I realize that, says Rab Amram. And that's why this thing broke in the, in the sky, because my oversensitivity to this circumstance, my, my, my antennae are too strong and picking up things that are not there. So therefore, it's my, it's my fault, says Rab Amram. It's, it's my responsibility. And Rabbi said to him, no, no, it's not. It's my fault. It's, it's my honor. The fact that I was trying to just say, he give your attention to this, and you heard it as you idiot. The fact that you heard it that way, my words were misinterpreted that way, is my problem, not yours. Because if I was speaking sincerely, if I wasn't taking offense at your questioning my teaching, so then my words would have come out clearly. The fact that I'm being misunderstood, misconstrued, is my responsibility, not, not yours. It's because I must have on some level felt offended by your attack against me and my teachings. So therefore, when I spoke, even though I did not intend to insult you, I didn't intend to call you an idiot, the fact that you heard it that way is because somewhere subconsciously, maybe that's what I was saying. I'm responsible for this, not you. It's like, uh, you know, what they call a Freudian slip, that something comes out that you didn't mean to say, but really you did mean it. That's what Rabba was saying. He said, this split in the roof, the, the roof is coming down, not because of your sensitivity that you misconstrued my insult. It's the fact that I was able to say something that you could misconstrue. I'm taking responsibility for that. It's my problem. I should not have been so sensitive when you challenged my teaching. And so therefore, when I spoke, it came out aggressive, even though I didn't mean it. 
This is incredible. What these two sages are saying, according to the Ben Ishtai's interpretation, is each one is saying that on a subtle level, I'm the one who's guilty. Amram is saying, I'm guilty because I shouldn't be offended by everything. You didn't even mean to offend me. And Rabbah is saying, no, I'm guilty because the fact that I said something that upset you, even though I didn't mean it, is my problem. I need to work on myself to be a bit more patient, to be a bit more gentle in my responses, so that even they shouldn't be misconstrued as being insulting. Imagine we all adopted this attitude. It happens all the time in, in, in the workplace, in our homes, with our family, uh, with our friends, and, and, and in every interaction, there are misunderstandings. All the time, you said something, it came across differently, and the person misunderstood it and, and took, took offense to it. You meant to say one thing and it came out a different way. You heard them say something and you were sure that they were insulting you and they didn't mean it at all. It happens all the time. There's so, so many times that, that we misunderstand each other that we should be expecting it. We shouldn't be surprised that it happened so many times. But imagine when it happened, instead of pointing the finger at the other and saying, why did you say that? Or don't tell me you didn't say that. You did say it. I heard it with my own ears. If we stopped and said, if I heard an insult, maybe... That's because I'm a little bit too sensitive. I'm, I'm looking to be offended. My, my ego is too spread out that wherever anyone walks, they're going to step on it. That anything anyone says is, is going is to be, I'm going to take it personally and, and, and take offense. And I need to work on that, like, like, like Rav Amram said. Or when we're on the giving end of an insult, when we said something that was misconstrued, misunderstood, and somebody got upset about it, instead of saying, well, that's your problem, You've got, you've got to stop judging what I'm saying and you've got to think about it. Instead of that, if we say, you know what? If, if you could even think I'm insulting you, it must mean somewhere deep down, I'm not being loving enough. I'm not being clear enough. I'm not, I'm not being connected enough to you. Otherwise, you would never have made that mistake. So this passage of Talmud, far from uh, an immature argument be- be- between these two individuals, this is a very high level uh, interaction of taking responsibility when we are upset and taking responsibility when we upset someone, even if it was all a misunderstanding. And so this, this is the real way to argue. The real, the real art of arguing that the Talmud is teaching us here is we are allowed to disagree with each other. We are allowed to have difference of opinions. But don't take it personally when there is a difference of opinions. And don't speak harshly when you do have that difference of opinions. And if you think that somebody has, has hurt you, has harmed you, before jumping to judgment, first look at yourself and think, am I being too precious? Or if somebody has misjudged you, is there some level of truth to that misjudgment? On some level, on some subtle level, maybe I do need to fix something. When we're, in, when we're, introverted, in, when we're introspective, in, in all of our, of, our, of our interactions, we will have a much more peaceful life. Amen.